Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, June 14th, 2011. And even though it sucks to be a blowfish and blows to be a suckfish, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Hooray for sound checks. Oh, Ooh. yes, very good. You're coming in a little loud, though. Coming in a little loud. That's all right. I put it up by my ear now. This is like a... I think this is more like a lav mic. Like how our lav mics are going to be? Because they're powered. Oh, right. You know? They're like, little well, they got the preamp. Mine's got a preamp. New gear coming in to the ride. Everything's so exciting these days. New gear coming <laughs> oh, in. Oh, yeah. Back in the old days. <laughs> Equipment day, breaking. Everything was boring. Yeah. They had to have wars to liven things up. Yeah. Nowadays, it's all lively just on its own. Just doing its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. We hardly have time for wars. <laughs> well, don't worry. We make time, but... Yeah. I mean, you gotta make time for wars. You can't just be going into life with no wars all really Yeah, I know. Exactly. What do you think we look like? Pacifists? Uh, <laughs> hardly. Uh, so yeah. I you know how I'm many pacifist tribes there are left on the planet? I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think if they say anything in uh, anything higher than a, a dull whisper, it's gonna peek out. So you just I'll talk shut calmly. Up for the ride. Talk calmly. This will be just a very talk calmly. This will. This will be a very one-sided conversation. No, it, it, it just, you just you will sound all mellow, and I will sound all high and out just, of control. I get heated. And I'll then, be uh, Pinky, and you be the baby. Pinky and the baby. No, Pinky and the baby. The brain. Brain. That is it. Pinky and the brain. Pinky and the baby. You be, uh, we're not a we're not a morning talk show. <laughs> Whatever. You'd be Dingo and the Baby. Is <laughs> it Dingo and the Baby? <laughs> uh, my, brain, my brain couldn't pull that up this morning. Two, and the two cartoons got uh, crossfire in your brain. Exactly. I, I, you know, I was. Uh, in some synapses. Uh, not quite firing yet. Yeah. Hey, look. Uh, quarter is cup it of My coffee exploded is it in the microwave. Is it synapses or is it synapses? Uh, synapses, I think. I don't know. And I have an opportunity to say it very often. I haven't really worked it out. Go on with synapses. Okay, synapses. Does uh, it sound funny? I'm just saying, it does. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Give me shit about it? You know, that's why I call it Uranus. Right. And uh, I tell people not to harass each other. Yeah. Uh,. It's a little warm in the car. It's supposed to harass each other. Harris. Harris. Kind of bullshit I don't even word know. That's not a word. I, you know, if somebody said, don't harass me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not even a word. Exactly. Where do you come have from, you lost Uranus? Your have you lost Where do you, your where do you come mind? from, Uranus? Yeah. Uranus? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, last night, thanks to your Hulu account. Yeah. I was, you wasted uh, uh, quite a bit of time. I wasted about two hours watching Simpsons episodes because I haven't seen a Simpsons in, yeah, you know, years. Right. Two, two years. Look, because we don't turn tune in every Sunday anymore. You remember we used to tune in? We used to get it on uh, yeah. Shoutcast. 
Oh, Shoutcast yeah. Radio on the on the uh, well, it was, amp. Yeah, it was like the yeah you could tune in, you could get Family Guy that way too. Yeah, but we you'd have to cycle through and wait and wait and wait, and so we'd get Sunday dinner ready, which was always homemade pizza, and uh, which hasn't been for a while. Yeah, because you'd have to queue, because you could only take a certain amount of listeners, right? Yeah. Take about 150? Whatever it was, each one had a certain amount of bandwidth. Right. And uh, although the porn stuff always seemed to have unlimited bandwidth. Yeah, funny how that works, (laughs) huh? Uh, But if you wanted to watch... Although, you know, the porn on the shoutcast thing was like, it was not really good porn. You know? No, I mean, it was like porn trailers. Yeah, granted it was free, but yeah, it was like a bunch of porn trailers. Here's a porno movie you might like to see the end of. You know? <laughs> She's got tits. She's got a dick. What happens next? Yeah. Tune in and find out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I was watching Simpsons. Sure you were. And, and uh, it's still funny. It is, yeah. How long has that show been on? Oh, God. Well, when did it start? Around the time I was born, right? Yeah. Maybe we, a little bit before? Uh, also, the Dark Ages. <laughs> well, Dark Ages for me. Well, not being around. <laughs> uh, yes, anything before I was born was the Dark Ages for me. And, you know, it's funny. You think about, like, I think everybody thinks that way. Anything before they were born yeah. is sort of like all the same. Yeah. You know, there's no distinction. It's all, all that shit happened before the star entered the stage. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody's the, uh, everyone's the star of their own life. Exactly. And so, yes, everything, you know, it'd be like a play going on before you got to go on stage. Right. You're not memorizing other people's lives. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, it's really true. You know what your cue is and when to enter. You know, I think really good actors read the whole play. Yeah, really good actors do. So they can put themselves in the moment. But hack actors like me, no? No. Or me, I would, you know, you're like, yeah, all that shit that goes on. Actually, that's not technically true. I had to read the whole play. But, and mostly because I was interested in the plays I was in. But, uh, you know, it's funny, I was listening to Kevin Smith talk, and, and they were showing the scene. There's a scene in Back to the Future where uh, the kid in the background is clearly pointing to his dick. Yeah, in the third Back to the Future, uh, you know, Marty McFly and his girlfriend are talking to Doc Brown. He's on the train, you know. And he's yelling, you know, The future hasn't been written yet! You make your own damn future! You hooligans! And then, uh... And, but in the background, you know, his kids that he's had are, you know, Jules and Vern. Uh, they're in the background. One of them's in the background just, like, pointing to its dick, like, thrusting, I think, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the scene. Although I did see the scene where Han Solo clearly grabs Leia's boob. Very distinctly. Huh. What, uh, what's, uh, the scream that you hear in all those movies? You know, ah! Yeah, what, where's that from? I don't know, but I remember it being used in Command and Conquer. 
the same. So it's been around for a while. What is it called? It has a name. Dying Scream? I don't know. It's the scream that, like, whenever, like, a guy falls off a building or something, it's always like, the <laughs> Right. And it's always the same in all those movies. Yeah. That's great. Well, I mean, I mean, and I've seen it in stuff since. Yeah. Like, they stopped using it in 1990 or something like that. I saw a compilation of it on uh, YouTube. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of cool. The, yeah, it's a great idea. Did they show the Command & Conquer one? I can't remember. Because, like, uh, there's, I remember when you would, in the first Command & Conquer, you'd throw a grenade, and it would, uh, it would, you know, the guys who were dying on the, on the receiving end of your grenade would go, blah! <laughs> yeah. Um, I tried, what, were we, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the Simpsons. Right. Bring it in. Hulu's a little weird to use, though. <coughs> it's not. Especially intuitive. And I was pissed off yeah. that you paid for it and you get ads. Uh. Yeah. What do you mean about not being especially intuitive? I found it was fairly easy to use. Well, like half the stuff on it are clips. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's irritating. They should do away with that shit. You want to see the clips, you can go somewhere else, but... Yeah, go send me the Hulu clip. Yeah, Hulu the, Hulu, light. the Hulu clip page. Right. Send me the Hulu light. Right, because you don't want to, you know, you think it's a show, but then you see that it's like 2 minutes and 12 seconds long. Right. Yeah. And now I've wasted my time. That is irritating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. So... Uh, you remember Dan had called, Dan L. Yeah. Had called, uh, about, sounds like all our friends are in, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. You know, the coppers. Uh, so, uh, so. I like how they don't even look at us with a second thought. You know, we're wearing these gigantic headphones. Yeah. Just, like it, which what is not going to be the kind What are those jack-offs doing? Right. It's not going to be the case soon because we're getting lav mics. Oh, yeah, yeah. that'll be nice. That'll be the that'll be the day. Right so, there, that's when we go pro. <laughs> the lav mics. So you know when we go pro, when somebody pays us for what we do. Fine. Uh, you have your then, you have your standards. I have mine. Till then, well, that is the definition of pro. I just lowered my standards so I can get excited. You cannot there. rewrite the definitions of dictionary just to suit your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My body, I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So Dan had uh, Dan L. By the way, who says I can't rewrite a definition of a word? People have been writing, rewriting definitions of words since the dawn of time. Yes, I know, but they're so, not since the dawn of time, but since the dawn of language at they're, least. They're academics in the in the linguistics field. They're semiologists. No, they're not. And you don't have the training nor the position. No, 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 no. no. Word, word definitions get altered look, by the populace. Look, when you got to yes, then but you can't rewrite them in the dictionary unless you work at a, at a publishing house. You go publish your own dictionary, you'll be fine. What's you the word say, for somebody pro who... Pro is when I'm doing something in a fancier method, in a fancier way. And then, <coughs> then you can, there you go. In a fancier way. <laughs> 
is there a word for when you're doing something in a fancier way? Got uh, fancier? Yeah. Is that it? There's two words. I feel like there should be a We take word. the German approach. We add words together. That's... There should be another word. Uh... Uh... Lexicographer. That's we're somebody who puts together dictionaries, right? There you go. Can I make that word up, or is that actually uh, a word? Lexicographer? No, it's, you haven't got it quite right. But Lexic lexographer? Lexographer? Lexi something. something like that. Uh, Moving on. I know that Alexis is the entire collection of words in a language. I thought that was a lexicon. Uh, lexicon, I, the, a lexicon's a vari variation of Well, Lexus is the Latin word, right? Maybe. And then lexicon is the derivative of that. So what's a semiologist? Somebody who studies simians. No, Monkey doctor. no, no, no. It, uh, no, it has to do with language. It has to do with the study of language. Somebody oh, Jesus Christ, we should buy a dictionary. Somebody stop torturing people with our musings about words. But our musings about words is the show. That's what we do. <laughs> you think, you think <laughs> it would be, be less funny if we knew the words? I was thinking about the same thing as if we always agreed on things. Sure. You know, like, it would just be like, yeah. man, I don't think uh, Donald Trump's an asshole. Yeah, me too. Yeah, all right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's an ass. Yeah, me too. All right. Yeah, no, it's yeah, true. I guess really, the conversation's over then. We don't really have a discussion. If that's against yeah. So if we had a dictionary, it'd just be like, oh, yeah, lexicon. It's Besides, just, the, you know, the, the whole collection of words in the language, derivative of the word lexis, blah, blah, blah. Besides, the gendarmes frown upon uh, the driver looking up words while he's driving. <laughs> yeah, I as a passenger could take care of that, but, you know. You've got engineering to do. That's Apparently, true. it's all your con concentration is to keep the sound going. Well, we, <laughs> you know, in in all fairness, we've had some pretty heavy technical difficulties <laughs> in the past couple of days. Well, that's what I was getting to. Dan Al calls us. Says, "Sounds like you guys are recording a show in a diving bell." Right. Yeah. And, uh, hey. Hey. It's one, of our, one of our listeners. It's uh, Mark W. Yeah. Alright. You probably listened to today's episode of Fond Memories. <laughs> Driving by us. That's right. Well, uh. <coughs> yeah, right there? <laughs> yeah, I just. He's got a yellow lamp <laughs> in the back there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll be hanging out together tonight. Oh, cool. Uh, we got oh, you got band practice. We got band practice. <coughs> um. Oh, man. That is funny, though. That's the first time a listener has uh, been yeah. able to participate. So that honking horn. Yeah. That was a listener. Yes. That was very exciting. First time a listener has been able to participate in the show. Yeah. Well, other than contacting us and rereading their comments. Right, but I mean a lot. Oh, by the way, uh, I didn't get to show you. Maybe I can't. Uh, only I can play it. All right, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'll be able to play it because this mic picks up sound. Oh, by the way, I got a response from Sir. Oh, yeah. So we'll get our ad played. Oh, really? What they say? Uh, well, I'll read you. The, this is from uh, Smodcast Internet Radio. We bought an ad with them and love their 
loved their show, and we were just kind of waiting for a while for our ad to get played, and it never seemed to. And I emailed them to find out what the deal was, and uh, they replied pretty promptly, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Francois, I want to apologize for missing your ad. Unfortunately, uh, a few ad a few ads were missed uh, during the transition to our new producer. If you could please resend a copy of your contract back to me here, I am unsure if we have updated our template since first talking with you. I've attached a blank copy just in case Kevin, Jen, and Jay are all out of town for the rest of this week. I will be sure to add you into our list to be ran when they return. Just send me back those files here, and I'll take care of the rest. Thanks, Jason. Cool. So thank you, Jason, for getting back to us so soon. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? Well, good for them. Yeah. Uh, well, that's exciting. Well, I, I can't wait to see what uh, if we pick up a listener or two uh, when we run our ad. Yeah, that'd be great. So uh, here's what I wanted to show you yesterday. I don't know if I'll be able to uh, get it going here. This will be this will be the most shoddy engineering trick I've ever made. Done. Rather. Oh yeah. Uh, what the hell are you doing? Damn 3G. I tell you what, just add it in later. Yeah, alright. Anyway, well, I'll add in part of it, because I don't know if this song's copywritten or what. Yeah, yeah, you just put a part. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I Don't Want to Be a Crappy Housewife by Tanjay Langeteague. Langteague. Langteague. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce He's that. He's not that son of a bitch who's shorter than we are. <laughs> no. And some other guy. Alright. Shortest man in the world. Taking the record away wow. from the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, no, but this is the next, like, uh, she's uh, apparently the Rebecca Black of Sweden? Denmark? Really? Like that. Really, the world is so impressed with Rebecca Black that we have to reproduce them in foreign countries? Uh, yeah, apparently. Well, not that we have to reproduce it. I don't think she was trying to be Rebecca Black. It's just she ended up putting out a song that was especially shitty. Ay, caramba. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. But, uh... Uh, alright, well... Yeah. We'll, uh... Well, I mean, we're gonna play the clip, so... Well, you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> Other people will have heard it. You're gonna ruin my life. You know... You don't need to hear these things. You know, I remember I was telling you... That it's a social meme. You have to hear them. Good hell. Goddamn social memes. Who came up with that anyway? It was Dawkins, right? Yeah. You can blame him. Son of a bitch. Social memes. Just saying, you know. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you don't watch it, people will be like, Hey, have you, have you seen that new shooting of uh, Rebecca Black of oh, Norway? Or yeah. <laughs> wherever she's yeah. from? No. And you'll be like, No. Oh, you gotta see it. I'm all the better for it. And you'll just be like, no, I don't want to see it. You don't want to see the crappy video. Oh, but it's so bad, you have to, I mean, you have to you watch just because of how bad it is. No, I don't want to. I don't want right, to be plagued with that look, nonsense. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll listen to the goddamn thing. Yeah. But I need to exact some revenge. 
Okay. So what we're going to do is after we put a clip of that, however long a clip of that we put on, right? we're going to put a clip on and troll on. Okay. All right. Fair enough. La, 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 la. <laughs> Right now it's in my head. Uh, Just yeah. by saying the mere the mere words. See, now you know the problem with social memes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Dan uh, Dan Al will be very happy to learn that we purchased. It turns out it was the microphone. Oh yeah. Your microphone. Yeah, that was a bitch. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass to figure out. And hopefully it is the microphone because like we'll have to listen to today's recording to make sure it was okay. But like the, yeah, it was it was my microphone slowly dying. Oh, by the way, I found and that it sounded like something slowly <laughs> we, we dying. We were turned way up on the mic input volume. That's why we were peeking out earlier. Oh, okay. I fixed it to get that sorted. Yeah, don't worry. I used my engineering powers. Very good. <laughs> but yeah, that's why. Yeah, it was the microphone. So, new microphones coming. New microphones coming. Solve that problem. Yep. Yep. There's more engineering work for you. <laughs> you Can you reach over and touch up my makeup, too, if I start to look a little uh, shiny? Oh, only if we end up putting this on camera. <laughs> we could get a camera and mount it right on the dash there. Yeah, we could. That's interesting. I also have the webcam for the computer. <laughs> You know, it'd be funny to do a short, uh, uh, a short clip. A short clip? Yeah. Of the daily ride? Yes. Us just driving around downtown Burlington. I, I don't know about you, but I'm fascinated by myself. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sort of a, a podcast onanism. Now you've used a word that's too big for me. I know. And we're moving on. I know. Who gives a fuck what Donald Trump has to say? No one. I was just thinking about that last night. I know, when they went to an interview who, with him. Who fucking cares? Good point. How Good. come Donald Trump doesn't just say something and people are like, who cares? He's Donald Trump. Uh, well, I think reasonable I feel the same way about uh, movie stars. Yeah, who gives you know, a shit what they say? I was thinking about this yesterday earlier than that. Uh, I was thinking, would it kill, um, you know, if I, not that I'm going to at this point, but if I were to ever become a famous movie star and someone were to say, oh, uh, Francois Bouchet, uh, how do you feel? I would have to change my name uh, probably to, you know, something more suitable for the stage. I'd probably have to become, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dirk Diggler. No, wait, that's taken. That's taken. Uh, I don't know, but I'd have to change it to something else. Send in your recommendations for what I should change my name to when I become a movie star. Anyway, uh, I would probably, uh, if someone came up to me and said, uh, Oh, Francois Bouchet, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of what's going on in the Middle East right now? Would it kill a movie star just to be like... It's really none of my goddamn business. It's none business. of my business. I'm a movie I, think it, I think it's terrible. You should really talk to a... You should talk to a... You know, a historian about yeah, it. Yeah, historian, politician. Uh, well, you politicians. Know. Who gives a shit what they think? They only think about getting, about getting elected. Okay, but at least it's even sort of in their domain. I guess so. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I got no respect for politicians. But I mean, like, really, like, how hard is it to just be like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I, 
my views are my own and movie star, so I really have no bearing on the subject. I, I, there's nothing, there's little to nothing I can do about it. Yeah. You know, is the idea that they're trying to use their public, I mean... No, the idea is, is that people, you know, <coughs> when you're famous, uh, people develop a twisted interest in you. Oh, yeah. A superficial, sort of artificial... They think they know you. Right. You know, they think they know you, so they trust you more. Ah. You know, because you played that sweet, sweet, uh, sweet man on, uh, you know, you were the, you rode into to the town and shot all the bad guys. You know, you can be trusted. You know, it didn't look like you could be trusted at first. Yeah, because nobody crisis. knew who you were. You had a crisis. Yeah. But then in the in the final hour, you made the right decision, resolved your crisis, and pulled through. And pulled through. Yeah. And now we and we love you for it. Yeah. The town is saved. And the town is saved. You saved the town, and you saved the child. We thought you were going to have to sacrifice one or the other, but it turns out you were you, able to save both. You were both. able to pull off both. That's right. And so we we trust you now. We you're. So you know, you're okay. What do you think should be done in the Middle East? You came into our you came into our living rooms for half an hour uh, every week for seven years. Yeah. Uh, therefore, we know you. You're the funny one. Yeah. You're the funny one. You're the funny quirky one. Uh, quirky one. Uh, she, she's the. You don't uh, you don't get along with the girls at first, but once they get to know you. They really like you. Right, because you're good at art. Yeah. You seem bitchy on the surface, but you have a good heart. Yeah. Right, exactly. So they think they You're the renegade doctor. <laughs> yeah. So they think they know you. Yeah. All right. And uh But so, they don't. And so they so they you know, and and although, you know, a lot of the people I know, I don't trust their opinions on world affairs, so I'm not sure why you trust these people's opinions on world affairs. Yeah. I think the thing to do is like be like, uh, all right, you're you're walking down the street, uh, you know, and there's a crowd of people. Whose opinion do you trust on world affairs? Out of that crowd. Well, I think you're more likely to get a good opinion just randomly off the street. And from a movie star. And from a movie star. You think? Or you're it's certainly an equal opinion. Well, yeah. But. No, I would say even a better opinion because <laughs> but like, most movie stars have had to sort of forego most, uh, you know, historical and academic pursuits other than acting to achieve their goals because it's so difficult to become a movie star. Right. Yeah. So, I I think that they haven't had a whole lot of time to study the issues. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think, like, what is the deal with, like... And there's exceptions to that, of course, but few. Sure. Very few. Yeah. What were we talking about? Trump? Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, and who gives a good goddamn what that dude has to say? Well, you know, I mean, you care what he has to say about... uh, You care what he has to say about building a business... Building sure. a real estate empire. Yeah. You care what he has to say about uh, creating, looking as he does, and creating a sex- successful television show. Okay. 
gonna say sex appeal. I was gonna be like, mm. no. That sounded like where your words were going. No, not at all. Looking like he does and creating a, su- a successful, a successful television show. Because I wouldn't have imagined it. Right. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have imagined it. Yeah. And what is going on here? Mm-hmm. There's nine different types of pain in the ass. There's just so much construction going on. I guess they let this road get shitty enough that they thought they had to do something. Alright, well, we made it through the maze and we're only ten minutes late. Yay! Yeah. God damn it, we cannot be on time. We just can't win. We cannot be on time. Yeah. Bloody hell. We're gonna turn we gotta turn that around. Yeah. From now on. Yeah, I don't know if we can do it from now on, but at some point we From gotta, tomorrow on. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. Next uh, week on. I would uh fire me. If <laughs> I would be giving me a hard time if I were my employee. Yeah. I mean like the thing is like uh, you know, we're usually not, like, terribly late. You know, like two or three minutes. It doesn't matter. No, I know. We need to be on time. All right, fair enough. Okay, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> no, seriously. Next time we'll be on time. Seriously, you got to set a standard. You can't be bitching at people for not being on time. And then not being on and time. Are you getting on text time? messages? Totally. From who? I have no idea. Is that mom sending you a text message? Oh no, it's not Carol Bouchette, it's Cole Bouchette. Huh? Cole Bouchette said meal mealworms. Is that what you were thinking of? Cole. Ah <laughs> Another text from the ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when were you talking about mealworms? Well, you know, I was talking about eating insects. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh text him back and tell him uh yes, thank you, mealworms. Ooh. Gotcha. Disgusting. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that separates us from third world countries is that we don't have to eat bugs anymore. <laughs> that is a nice thing. We probably did eat bugs in the past. Yeah. You know what's nice? Not having to eat bugs. If only we could all be so lucky as to not have to eat bugs. Oh, one day. One day. One day. With, if we... If we, we uh, get, ser- if we get, no, if we get serious about uh, uh, bio, uh, genetic, uh, there you go. I sent yes, thank you with two exclamation points. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, genetic engineering. Yeah. For uh, uh, disease-resistant grains and stuff like that. Ooh. The more we uh, bioengineer. Yeah. Uh, the the fewer bugs we'll have to eat. Yeah. All right. There awesome. You go. I'm a big fan of bioengineering and uh, proper use of pesticides. And I, I think I was reading a thing about organic farming. And uh, if we went over to organic farming for the world, yeah, we would promptly starve. Surely about, die out. We would promptly starve about half the population. And guess who would get the food? And guess who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be us. We'd get the food. We'd get the food. Yeah. Uh, that's we'd finally find a use for our great big military. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to work. On that note, let's get to work. <laughs>
Let's do the time warp again. All right, let's do it. It's just a jump to the, to left. the left. And then a step to the right. Um, so, uh, well, that's this uh, new gear is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What the hell were we talking about when we left off? Oh, God, I don't even know. Yeah, me neither. You don't even know. You don't <laughs> even know. This is weird because I'm not wearing the headset. I don't feel like we're recording. Because we're using, we got lab mics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Oh, you don't, eh? No. Let's hear an impression. Uh, who do you want me to do? Uh, I, I, my, one of my uh, all-time favorites, of course, is... Uh, my, my Edwin. Your Edwin. Oh, yeah. This is spectacular. Yeah. It's, the, these lab mics are wonderful, don't you know? That's very good. All, All right. right. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on, man? <sighs> I don't know. I've been uh, feeling down. Like blue? Yeah, I don't know. Blue, down, whatever you want to call it. I'm just not feeling 100%. And it's not like a sick thing. It's like a, I'm just not, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're just uh, filled with apathy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is not good for a radio kind of you, talk show. Are you feeling a void? I just don't care, man. Are you feeling a void? Uh, yeah, and I tried to fill it with something. Uh, is it a full void or an empty void? It's mostly an empty void. An empty Thank, void. Thanks, Woody. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what the hell to tell you, except uh, pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps. Dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm getting it together. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. Um. So what's new with you? I had to work today. Yeah, how was that? Uh, you know, it was okay. Uh, it, <laughs> it was okay. It was hot. Okay. And there's no air conditioning in the store right now. True. Uh, and so I called to have them fix the, it. Speaking of which, it's a million fucking degrees in here. Well, you know, there's a couple of doors you could open and a fan you could turn on. Mm. I can't be bothered. <laughs> Uh, you're truly uh, suffering from the ennui of postmodernity, aren't you? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, sure. it means you have to. You have things too easy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely suffering from that. We got no problems. You have no challenges. I That's no. what your problem is. What's, what's you this door? What's this door go to? Yeah, that goes to the sunroom. Right. You have is everything. Is it cooler in there? Cooler in there? It is if you go in there and you open the doors. Uh, fuck that. Uh, you know what you're suffering from? Oh no, it's actually quite yeah. Quite no, a bit I feel the cool air drifting in. Liar. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't right. have to go in and open the doors. You made that shit up. <laughs> I was trying to offer you a challenge. You see, this is the problem. You know, I, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Well, I I didn't actually say it in the first place. It was uh, it was implied. It was Robert Frost who said it. Okay. And and do you ever read any Robert Frost poetry? Not if I can help it. Yeah, no one really ever has, but people know him to be a great poet, and that's all that really matters. <laughs> so he said he he was being interviewed. Uh, I had a uh, right before you tell this yeah. story. I had a teacher who had like a boner for this guy for Robert Frost. <laughs> yeah, and just made us read his like you know a boy's will and what's the other one? Boston, north of Boston, south of Boston. I don't know. The only Boston, the only Robert Frost piece I ever read was he wrote a, a poem about a cow that got into the orchard into the apple orchard in fall and ate a bunch of rotting apples and got drunk and then wouldn't produce milk 
Wow, that's that's exciting. Oh, it was an uplifting piece of uh, piece of work. Sure. Um, <laughs> and his whole family died in the winter because the cow wouldn't produce milk, something like that. But for whatever reason, in spite of his poetry, yeah, he uh, he was considered to be quite a uh, uh, quite glib. Okay. And people like to interview him. Sure. And he was being interviewed once, and he was asked because he, I guess, he's grew up in the depression, and uh, that's uh, you know, it doesn't show in his work. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's so uplifting. You'd never know it. Uh, so he was asked. He said, "You know what?" He said, "What advice, or what do you think the uh, greatest difficulty?" He said, "You know, we the people who grew up in the Great Depression, they grew up and essentially went and made the United States the most prosperous, wealthy nation in the world." Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, you didn't do it, and that's right, what I'm I was just trying to be part and of something. That, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. You're trying to be part of something that you had nothing to do with, and that's the problem with people today. They're trying to be part of something they have nothing to do with. It's like white people trying to be black. Okay. Okay. They're trying to be part of a culture they have nothing to do with. All right. You know, it, and it is the same phenomena because because uh, people see that black culture is cool. Right, right. Because it is much cooler. Yeah, you know, maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. Whatever, it's perceived as cooler. Sure. Okay, and people want to get a part of that perception <laughs> without actually having to do anything. Right. Right. So they wear their pants around their ankles. And you know why black people wear their pants around their ankles? Do you know where that came from? Yes, I do. Okay, right, because all the uh, coolest I'll... cats in the ghetto had gone to prison. Right. Where they take, take your, your belt, belt away. away. So there ain't no hangings. Right, oh, exactly. Speaking of which, I watched Sling Blade the other day. That was oh, a yeah. fucked up movie. <laughs> Gonna get me some French fried potatoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is a good movie. Uh, but trying to, be, try, <laughs> trying to be part of something you're not part of. Mm -hmm. Or you had nothing to do with. Trying to take credit for it. Don't go all fucking Sling Blade on me here. <laughs> You didn't talk like that. You're just a boy. <laughs> so, so that's it. So oh, I got a new impression to add to the repertoire. There you go. Sling blade. Let's hear you again. I'm gonna get me some French fried potatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Let's hear Popeye. Oh, yeah, Olive oil. That's very good. Popeye. Uh, that's very good. Yeah. Um, but that's it. So, so, so he was. So Robert Frost was asked. He said, "You know, what do you think it is? You know, what <laughs> what can parents do today? You know, what's the greatest challenge facing parents today in producing a generation that is so mind-bogglingly spectacular as the generation that came out of the Great Depression, and and really made the most wealthiest nation in the world." Right. And he said, uh, the biggest challenge facing them is to deliver hardship, the hardship to their children. That is what, in fact, made those people great. Right. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. And, and I think he's right. I mean, you got kids. If you're celebrating a kindergarten graduation. Oh, God. Okay. In other words, and, and, and I can't remember who I was hearing talk about. Oh, you know, it was Adam Carolla was talking about this. And it's something that I've said often mm -hmm. is, is that, 
if if you get oh, uh, speaking of Adam Carolla, our man grades are coming. <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. Uh, let's call them our grill accessories until they decide to sponsor us too. All right. Um, our, grill <laughs> our grilling accessories. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so anyway, but so so he was saying, you know, if you get a, it's like your trophy. Sure. You know your cool colors trophy. That is what. Oh we, yeah. That was that's what we call in the in the parlance a participation prize. Oh god. You get a prize for participating. If everybody gets a prize, then it means what? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's worth nothing. And, and everybody special. Nobody special. special. And the the thing that the thing that uh, some of us will just have to be more special <laughs> than others. The thing about the thing that self esteem cheerleaders don't get about this phenomenon is is that kids know it. Right. They know it's bullshit. Yeah. You know. Why did I get... And you... I mean, he was saying that... They're quite aware what they're going through. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. Exactly. They're quite aware what they're going through. Thank you, David. And, and you know, Adam was making this point, and it made me... It reminded me of you, because... <laughs> no, it did, because he said, my kid came to me today, and he said... I don't know where like this is going. <laughs> no, no, he said, my kid came to me today, and he said, they gave me this... This. And it was... Uh, student of the week. Okay. Right? And uh, he said, why did they give it to me? And he said, because they, uh, they give it to every student. It was his turn. Oh, that's depressing. You see? Right? Exactly. And he knew it was bullshit. And when you got that cool colors I was like, trophy. Fuck this place. You knew instantly it was bullshit. And I remember it was because like, I didn't quit directly after that. I think I quit when I was making the next car. And I was in the middle of making the next car, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to get for this? Another fucking cool colors trophy? Fuck this noise. I quit. Well, and it just, it just shows that it's bullshit. Right. It just And everybody knows it's bullshit. And the only people who apparently don't know that it's bullshit are the self-esteem coaches who are selling the goddamn trophies. Yeah. But they are making a bundle on they, those trophies. They may trophies. be making a bundle on diplomas. I and thought trophies. mine was metal. Diplomas, no, plastic. <laughs> diplomas, trophies, and certificates. Sure. Uh, if that's your business, then all this self-esteem massaging nonsense is fine, right? Okay. But for most people, it's just bullshit. Yeah. And they know it's bullshit. And so what it does is it diminishes actual, real accomplishment. Right. And this is the problem. So people say, well, why should I bother busting my hump doing anything special if everybody's going to get a fucking trophy? Well, the answer is you shouldn't. And more importantly, there are actual real reasons, but 90% of the population can't figure it out that it's for yourself and not for other people. And trophies are for other people so they can see how wonderful you are. And really the only person who it matters to whether or not you're wonderful or not is you. you. Right. So, but... But that's a difficult. That's a much more difficult concept to sell. Right. Okay. So what happens is, is they take the self, the <coughs> participation trophies, and that's what half of the shit in life is. It's a, a participation trophy. <laughs> okay. And so we all know it's bullshit. Huh. And it's making us weak. 
I feel and weak. It's, and it's why, it's why but it, you know, slowly but surely, we're just sinking to the bottom of the of the industrial industrial Accom- accomplishment. Uh, yeah, academic accomplishments. Total. Right, because we in our country, it doesn't mean shit. Mm. And so, so we're all just sinking to the bottom, you know. And while while those other countries where it means something, and by the way, what's that? You cure, you cured cancer. Here's your cool colors trophy. That's right. That's like, right. It, but I, well, well, no, no, I get a- no, 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 no. Wait. Right, so you cured cancer, and you didn't cure cancer, cancer, but you were trying to cure cancer, but you didn't cure cancer. So uh, you know, we don't want people to stop trying to cure cancer. So. Uh, you're you, gonna get the. You both, care- you both get an academic grant. You, you both of the same size. You, so neither of you are jealous uh, of one another. Because it's the same. It's the same. Failing at something is the same as succeeding at something as long as you tried your hardest. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. That- oh, don't worry. Failing's the same as succeeding. Yeah, it's exactly the Fine, same. It's there's no, there's, no, there's no difference between you. Except that guy's a fucking winner and you're a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. You know, you failed and he succeeded. <laughs> That's the only difference. And we stopped being able to. But you can't say, say that. that. Yeah. You can't say that. But you, you should be able to say that. And it was more, you can say that without somebody's feelings getting your self-esteem you being know, crushed. So what if their feelings get hurt a little bit? No, no, if, no. Their feelings are going to get hurt. Yeah. But their self-esteem won't be crushed forever. You know, hopefully not. You know, unless they're already damaged in other ways anyway. But really, what's going to happen is they're going. Well, maybe go, their feelings will get crushed because apparently we uh, churned out a generation of pussies. So maybe, maybe they, maybe maybe they will. Self esteem does get crushed. Well, that's right, and 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 also so coddled by the notion that everything's a fucking success. Right. But everything isn't a success. Some things are failures. Some things are bad ideas, and some things are good ideas. And and we, you know, it's the political correct uh, army. The politically correct army. PC police? The PC... If you're going for alliteration? Yeah, sure. The PC police. um, They're the ones who are responsible for... for Or the the, PCP, as I call them. (laughs) They're the ones responsible for us going, oh, fuck this, let's just take some PCP. (laughs) Right. Because because anything we do doesn't... Way to work that in there. There you go. Anything we do doesn't mean anything. Sure. And they're responsible for that. And so so I, I don't see – I mean, this is a real problem. Right. So how do we fix it? Uh, well, we fix, fix it. it. We you got to fix it, it one by one, don't we you? We fix it by making it – by, first of all, making things not uh, relative. In other words, some ideas are better than other ideas. I'll tell you – I'll give you a perfect example. People say, oh, yeah, you can't judge other people's culture. Fuck off. I can judge other people's country, culture. Because <laughs> sometimes we, it works and other times it doesn't work. Well, I, I'll tell you something about culture. Not letting your women go to school. That is fucked up. On, and, and I don't care how inbred it is into your culture. It's fucked up. Yeah. You know, bad idea. It's a bad idea. It's, it's really bad. Female circumcision. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. And I don't care if it's ingrained in your culture, and I don't care if your mom and six generations of your moms got it done. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad idea. Here's another one that's a bad idea. Cutting people's <laughs> tongues out for lying. That's bad. Right. That's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, that's too harsh a punishment. So, so <laughs> you know. Too, too much. 
too much. It's it's too much. Do you think we've gone too far? <laughs> we just cut this guy's tongue out. Exactly. Never be able to speak again. Exactly. So you think maybe maybe we should. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Maybe maybe next time we just clip his fingernails or something. You know, I really close <laughs> really close to the cuticle. And you know, but 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 the idea is, is so that, that it kind of stings when he picks things up maybe a little bit for a little while. For a while, yeah. as a reminder. Yeah. As a reminder not to lie. Anyway, but those are like you can make real judgments. There are better, better ways and other ways, you know, better ways and worse ways to behave. You know, for example, uh, for example, uh, belting your kid every time he does something that irritates you slightly is not as good. A, uh, hey, hey, hey! Let's not get carried away. I was really looking forward to that. Sure. Well. Anyway, but I'm just saying we have to judge. We have to say that that way is shit. Ah, uh, can't judge. It's impossible to judge. Exactly. Exactly. And if you can't judge, that means that everything is equal. Right? Yeah. In which case, how come I got a government telling me to wear a fucking helmet? Sure. Because wearing a helmet's the same as not wearing a helmet. <laughs> right? It's equally good. Yeah. It's equal. It's just a matter of lifestyle. Yeah. So it's a so we make judgments all the time. And we need to be allowed to make judgments about important things as well. Sure. Like whether or not women can go to school, drive cars, own property, have jobs, vote. Come, right? apparently, is in the circumcision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Experience sexual pleasure. Yeah. So. My uh, term was shorter, but. Anyway. I, I'm done ranting about it. But I'm just okay. saying that, that that's real bullshit. Yeah. Well, thank you. You done? That really grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, was a very passionate little diatribe you went on. There. Yeah, sorry. Yes, okay. <laughs> and now for but, something completely different. Uh, all right, go on, and then I'm going to judge your performance. Oh, God. Uh, I got nothing. I don't know. You know? You've got nothing. Really? I got no rants, no diatribes. <laughs> really? So everything's just peachy uh, for you. Everything's going grand. Yeah. You're happy. You're happy with the fact that. Uh, uh, you don't see anything unusual at the fact that uh, uh, Wiener texted his Wiener around. Oh, are we going to talk about that? Well, I, I just... It's, that's so current affairs, Dad. I, I know. I was just putting it out there, though. I'm just... Uh, you know, I just think it's funny. I mean, first of all, your name's Wiener. I know. Come on. I know. Well, you know what? I'm going to give him I'm going to give him a little bit of credit here, and I'll tell Does you why. Because he pronounces his name? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't stop playing with I'm going to give him a little credit here. Uh, he pronounces it Wiener instead of Weiner. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, hey. A Wiener. No, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm giving you credit. Come on. I'm giving you credit. I, in fact, I'm gonna harass you less, <clears throat> dude. Because just change your fucking name. I mean, he's proud of his Wiener heritage. He probably changed his last name to something like. His Kevin. father was a Wiener. His father's father was a wiener, yeah. and he's a wiener, he's and probably, he's proud of he's it. He's probably changed his name to something like Pinos or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's proud to be a wiener. Sure. I don't take that away from him. Wiener. And apparently he's a huge dick, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so, no, that's not... Uh, okay, how about... Uh, what's, his, what's his name, that black comedian? Which one? You gotta be more specific. Oh, Tracy Morgan Thank saying you. all those uh, things yeah. about the them them gay fellers. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a fucking idiot. But I mean, 
can you not tell a joke in a comedy club anymore? Apparently not. I mean, granted, the joke wasn't funny, but it was a joke. It, you know, you know I, sometimes I tell jokes that aren't funny. Sure. I mean, I try not to make it offensive when I tell a joke that doesn't work, but uh, sometimes yeah. offensive jokes don't work. Yeah. Uh, you know that's a that's a funny thing. You know what's his name? Uh, Seinfeld's uh, sidekick. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld's sidekick. You know in his in his series in his show. Uh, Chris Rock. No. Louis C.K. Oh yeah. oh, you're not talking about talk funny. You're talking about. No, I'm talking about. Oh, uh, you're talking show. about uh, George Costanza. No. Michael. Oh, Mike Richards. Michael yeah. Richards. Yeah, you know, he gets booed off the stage because he makes a... Kramer? Uh, yeah, Kramer. That's who I was going for. Because uh, he makes a racial joke. Right. Uh, Morgan gets booed off because he, he makes, an, makes a gay, gay joke. joke. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> and who else? Somebody else uh, fairly recently got... Uh, Oh, but these are comedians. Are you talking about Gilbert Gottfried? With the whole Gilbert Gottfried, that's it. Yeah, you're welcome. What What did he do? What was his thing? He made some jokes about Japan like the day after the tsunami hit and killed a and bunch of people. And that's why Affleck dumped him? Yeah. He made some jokes like, uh, oh, what was it? There was something to the tune of, you know, uh, if you don't have a girlfriend in Japan, don't worry, one will float by any minute or something like that. Something to the tune of that. Not that, but something like that. Okay. Um, in any case, yeah, he said something like that. Who's and that comedian who talks like that? I don't know. No, you do. No. Oh, Russell Brand? Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> firing off the names here. I man. know, you really... Uh, My memory is uh, at an all-time You high. may be melancholy, but your uh, memory is uh, firing. Spot on. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh... But, you know, like, 80% of Affleck's business comes from Japan, you know, so if they get offended by something their spokesperson said. Would they have even known about it? Uh, I don't know. You think Japanese are... He tweeted it. I know. You think the Japanese are following Gilbert Godfrey's tweets? I am now. (laughs) 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 Uh, But you think they are? I mean... No, probably no, not. It probably wouldn't. doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. It can't, can't matter. I don't it's know. It's a joke. Yeah. Nobody has a sense of humor anymore. I mean, it just seems that, you know, it's one thing if he had to come out and made a public statement. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. All those Japanese are dead. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> right. <laughs> More <laughs> rice for the rest of us. <laughs> Can't you just feel the stitches busting out of you? Um, all right, so you got no feelings about that then? <laughs> I guess I got some feelings about it. I just feel like they... Well, for Gilbert Gottfried, at least his jokes were funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay. they were offensive, sure. and maybe they were, you know, they were funny. So, uh, you know, and then and, and it's one thing... I can see where if the joke isn't funny but it is offensive, how people could take it as offensive. Because it's not funny, it was just offensive. You know? And therefore, you lose sight of the fact that you're in a comedy club, maybe for a moment. You know, because all the laughter, that all the nervous laughter that's supposed to go along with the shock value was not there. 
it was just, you know, fucking I'll stab gay people, you know, or something like right, that, right, you know? Right, 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 So you're like, oh, that's not funny, and it's just kind of, it's, you know, prick thing to say. So yeah. where, where does that leave us? Yeah. You know, I mean, Gilbert Godfrey, at least he was, you know, he was cracking wise. I mean. Right, and know, it was funny. And it was funny. And so, uh, you know, I have a little bit, I have more sympathy for, Gilbert and I do for Tracy, I guess, but still, Tracy was just trying to do a comedy routine. I mean, yeah. like, it's just, his joke was uh, tasteless and not funny. Okay, how about the renumbering of the comedy? Which is, how do you feel about that? Uh, oh, bringing everything back to square one? Yeah. Didn't we talk about this already? I don't know if we did. We talked about it in lunch, at lunch. Oh, yeah, well, they're bringing back all the comic books to number one. They changed a couple of costumes. I'm not too thrilled about that. But uh, do you care? Uh, yeah, I kind of care. I mean, it's... Okay, here, well, here's the thing. Kevin Smith was talking about this a little bit, uh, so I don't want to go too deep into it, because he's already covered that, but uh, there, he was talking about how... I ask you how you feel about it. No, I know, and I'm, well, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to the... Just give me a fucking second. <laughs> chop, chop, so, man. We got places to go, people to see, things so to do. So what happened was is... Uh, you know, so they're coming out with all these issues in their number one. Uh, but it, here's the thing: is that people are going out and buying these number ones. Like in, you know, thirty years, they're going to be able to put their kid through college just by selling this one comic really? book. Really? Well, people are thinking that way. You know, like a, a number one. But aren't they just when when the demand gets that high, aren't people just going to aren't they just going to Print a goddamn gazillion. Exactly. Of them. So here's the thing. It's like, okay, a number one issue of Spider-Man from Marvel comic comics will sell for you know 1.2 million dollars or whatever it is. From 19. Whatever. Whenever the first issue of Spider-Man came out, it had to be a you know, I don't know, 80 years ago Mr. something. Mr. Comic Book. I I don't know. I don't follow yeah, Marvel comics as much. But anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> but I know what it's worth, you know, and it's worth, you know, a million dollars plus. Uh, but that's because they only printed, like, you know, a certain amount of them, and a certain amount of them got thrown away, and then from that, a few of them got damaged, and then, so if you have, you know, there's probably only so many pristine copies of that comic in the world, you know? Like probably, sure. you know, you could probably count it on your fingers and toes, or something like that. So, so the point being is that people are rushing out and buying these, and it's gonna be worse to buy. Them. Right, because they're print, they're printing, you know, thousands, probably upwards of hundreds of sure. thousands. And especially on first issues yeah. now, because they know that everybody's <laughs> running out and buying the first issues under the false hope that uh, one day they'll one be day worth leave so them much. Yeah. that they're dollar twenty five. Right, and everyone's bagging and boarding them, which you probably don't even need to do. In fact. Your comic book would be <laughs> worth more later if everyone wasn't bagging and boarding them, because you know a certain amount of them would get thrown away, and then a certain amount of them would get damaged, and then you'd, whatever you'd going, have left. They're all going get. into the archives. Yeah. So. Right. You know. You know what's. You know which one's going to be worth a lot. Uh, fucking. Episode seven. Ep yeah, the one that <laughs> nobody gotten, fucking gives right. a damn about, and there's only going to be thirty of them left in fifty years. Right. You know, and then so. Buy episode seven. Is what, I, <laughs> that's what your, it comes down to. That's your advice to comic book collectors. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and Especially how, if something uh, crazy happens in Episode 7. And how you Like feel? Superman, I don't know, comes on Lex Luthor. I don't know, but something if something wacky happens. But Not that, that that would happen. That would be super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> that would be that would be lewd. Yes. And I don't. Uh, Lex I don't Luthor. See, I don't see DC Comics doing anything like that. But if something, uh, especially. So what are your feelings then on the Middle East? Uh, I don't know. Are we still there? Uh. Well, I mean, it is still there. <laughs> and they still don't like each other. They're fighting over there. Uh, I say we fucking leave them alone and let them sort it out. Uh, kill them all, let God sort it out. <laughs> well, let them kill each other, <laughs> let God sort it out. Uh, all right, okay. And uh, how about the abortion issue? Uh, I believe uh, you know it's probably better to. I, I well, I believe. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is gonna take some tact. I believe that. What do you believe? Uh, I believe that no one should be having kids that fucking doesn't want them, you know, and therefore uh, the religious aspect shouldn't be an issue. If you don't want kids and you're going to have one just because you think it's moral, then that's fucking stupid because your kid's going to be miserable, you're going to be miserable, and you're going to end up raising a shitty little bastard. But when does the soul actually enter the fetus? Oh, God. <laughs> Never. There is no soul. It's just a fetus. <laughs> it's a bunch of cells that are growing... In a uterus. But when can it feel pain? Who cares? I mean, you know what? There's a clear line, and that's birth. And whatever you set before that is kind of arbitrary. Uh, and whatever the rules are, that's fine. If that's you're going to make the rules, and that's, you know, okay, second trimester. Can't go past that. Whatever. You know, and that's fine. There so you're is cool with the second trimester? I'm cool with whatever, you know, as long as they're not taking away the right to choose completely... Uh, I'm pretty much fine with whatever. So you're I mean, leaving it up to uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the experts to determine what's what a viable when it becomes a baby and when it's not cool to be abortionate. Yes, essentially. I mean, like they've. I think they've done some. Re you know, in some states it's first trimester, in other states the second trimester. So you know what? You want to have an abortion in the second trimester in Vermont? You got to go over to New York. Sorry, you know that's whatever. Okay. I'm not. To, I'm not too concerned about it unless they take away the right completely, and then um, then them's fighting words. But uh, <laughs> but what they you know what the state arbitrarily picks as the final date. You know it can't be before a certain time okay. because you don't even know you're pregnant up now, until. Now, do a you know what point, the so. argument is in Roe v. Wade that gives women the right to to <clears throat> the argument? Yeah, in other words, I haven't read it in a long time. I, I think it's along the lines of. Uh, it's my body. I'll do what I want. That's fine. I like that. But I think that's I'm okay the, with that. I think that's the argument. I call it the uh, the Cartman the Cartman defense. defense. <laughs> sure. Uh, can you do Cartman? And uh, not a very good one. Really? I want. How about uh, Mr. Garrison? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's my body. I do what I want. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know you're right. It's totally fair. Uh, how about, Thanks. uh, hey, look, you want a fucking trophy for everything? <laughs> <laughs> or you want the Fair truth? enough, fair enough. Say uh, no more. Um, how about, uh, uh, the guidance counselor? Uh, drugs are bad, okay? Oh, that's yeah, they're pretty, uh, yeah, now, listen here, children. Drugs are bad, okay? Yeah, yeah okay. Drugs are bad. 
Mr. Garrison? Uh, I got no Mr. Garrison. Okay, now, theater. <laughs> oh, I'm close, but yeah. uh, I know oh, I've never done yeah. it before, yeah. Uh, okay, class. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not bad. You just gotta sound like a gay southern dude. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so it comes from the idea that you have a right to do what you want with your own body. Yes. Now, you think that same argument would carry over to smoking pot, right? Yeah, or drugs or whatever, you know, whatever your drug is. So why the hell not? Uh... Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know, dude. Okay. Well, how do you feel about legalizing drugs? Go ahead. I think the go fear, ahead. You if go you ahead want and legalize to, it, or go ahead and it should be, or don't over my dead over my. Uh, uh, well, I say legalize it all, and then it, because I think the fear. And let God sort it out. And let God <laughs> sort it out. Uh, I feel because I'm a strict libertarian. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I'd say that uh, I think the big fear is that <clears throat> if they legalize drugs, people are just going to go out and get fucked up, you know, and crazy. Well, and I know that everything. now, that now like, because they're illegal, nobody, nobody wants, does them. Nobody yeah. who wants to do so them it's does working. them. So it's right. working pretty well. Right. <laughs> God, and, and so that's the fucking, that's the stupid thing is that you're like, okay, well, you know, if we legalize it, everyone's going to go out and do drugs. Well, fuck, no. <laughs> Not everyone's going to go out and do drugs. Only the people who want to do drugs, and the people who want to do drugs are already fucking doing them. I have the friends as proof. So you can't, just just making it illegal is not going to stop them. You're just going to make criminals out of people who want to do drugs. And create an incredible black market. Right. So legalize it, sell it at the pharmacy. Uh, tax it. Tax it, and get on with your life because, you know, Okay. You know, use the taxes to pay for rehab, you know, when they fucking bottom out or whatever you want to do, okay. if you think that's going to be the big problem. All right. How about uh, colorizing old black and white movies? Uh, fucking stupid idea. Don't do it. Really? Yeah. But what about the potential of bringing them to a whole new audience? Uh, I don't care. Uh, the movie was made in black and white. And that's the way it was shot. I like it that way. Huge believer in film integrity. So don't... Be colorizing the Maltese Falcon. Nope. I uh, like bogey in black and white. That's where he belongs. And what about uh, <laughs> what about a movie that the director would have shot in color, but he couldn't afford it? Uh, like take a take an Alfred Hitchcock film that he would have shot in color, but he couldn't afford. So it. like, what's one that was black and white? Uh, well, I'd say colorize it, but leave both versions out there. Uh, I still say don't colorize it. Really? Yeah, you know what? Fuck off. Well, I mean, you know, like, if you're so, uh, well, uh, if you're such thing. a dullard. But here's the thing, uh, you know, if the director wanted to do it in color and couldn't afford it, then that is the director's artistic decision. You know and what? It would have been if not for a lack of money. And I feel like but, that's but kind he, of. A, but he ended up making it in black and white, and that's and making and and his photographer, mm -hmm. you know, his cinematographer right. shot that film. In black and white with black and white in mind. You want it in color? Go make it again in color. Do a remake? Do a remake. All right, fair Don't enough. Be I said, okay, do, do, the, do a remake. All right, I'll go with do a remake. Yeah. And if you're. And you know, fuck it, use the same actors if you like. Remake the whole thing? Yeah. 
You may remake it like you did. Try to re recreate the sets. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. We agree on that one. Uh, and then release a special DVD that has both has versions both? available. Oh, now you're turning it into a money making scheme. And a scheme. director's commentary. Yeah. On both. Yeah. Oh, and maybe have it so you can watch them both side by side. Ooh. Oh, now we're talking. You'd have to pick the audio for one of them, but you could watch them both side by side. You pick the director's uh, commentary. Yeah. As you watch them side by side. And the director comments on the differences and the reasons why he made choice, certain choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking yeah, that. Yeah, yeah we're now, okay. right, now we're talking. All right. How about, how do you feel about the director's <sighs> cut versus the theatrical release of Blade Runner? Um. I don't know. I haven't watched them side by side. I have the theatrical on DVD, and we have the director's cut on VHS. <clears throat> uh, and I, I, you know, I watched them both, and I can't really tell the difference. Uh, maybe the director's cut's a little longer, but it doesn't seem longer, or that there's different scenes or different moments in there. It does seem longer to me. Does it? Yeah, the opening scene is much longer, as they're flying through that uh, field of, you know burning yeah you know all right that's a lot longer it's amazing cinematography right. but it it does not move at a good pace it slows the pace of the film yeah uh i don't know you know some uh, some director's cuts are better and then some theatrical cuts are better you know you want the movie to move a little bit especially nowadays you know yeah i mean but i mean you know, I can watch it's, a. It's more like let's get through this shitty story fast, okay? Well, you know, I mean, I can watch. Uh, I mean, I can watch two thousand and one and enjoy it. Right. And that's a very slow-paced movie. Right. I can watch Solaris, the Russian version, not the American version. That's a piece of shit. But the Russian version. Right. Uh, the American it, version had George Clooney. Or something yeah, like it that. did. And you know, he's not bad. I, I don't. You know, I'm not a huge fan of George Clooney. No, actually, you know, I kind of am. I like his acting. Right. I, I, I'm sorry that I know stuff about him. Yeah. I don't want to know anything about his personal life, but I do. I, I will not take his acting away from him. He's a good, entertaining actor to watch. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, uh, but it, it was not his fault. His version wasn't any good. Right. It was the director's fault. Uh, the Russian version is a brilliant piece of work. Right. A brilliant piece of cinema. It's haunting. It's chilling. Just like the author Stanislaw Lem was trying to create when he wrote it. Right. Uh, it was a brilliant book. And that Russian adaptation was about the best I could think of. It's sort of like, you know that uh, Let the Right One In? Yeah. The, what is it, Swedish version? I, yeah. Is it Swedish? I think so. Brilliant piece of work. Right. Brilliant Yeah, I really, really liked it. Weird. I haven't seen it yet, but... Another one, The Vanishing. Okay. The English version with uh, Richard Gere. You haven't seen it, but shoot me in the head. Because that destroyed a perfectly good movie. Richard Gere? Yeah, I know. Seriously? Yeah, I believe so. Pretty Woman, Richard Gere? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Ugh. And uh, but the the original one, which I think was French. Okay. This is a twisted, twisted tale. Yeah. Brilliant. I will say that the foreign versions of movies are much better than the than the Americanized. Well, uh, how about Seven Samurai versus uh, the Magnificent Seven? 
Oh, I don't know. I've never seen either of them. Oh! This is two two really good movies. The Seventh Samurai was, of course, a famous Japanese author, and the original, and then uh, the Magnificent Seven. Ooh, that is an entirely inappropriate time to be receiving a call. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said that to me the other day. I'm just returning fire. Oh, all right. Uh, well, hold on. Let me uh, answer this. So, okay. In conclusion, yes. Uh, this is I have one last question we're, for you. We were talking about the Magnificent Seven. We were. We were. Okay. We'll talk about it again another time. But uh, I, in conclusion, because uh, I know you have to run along. I know you've got other uh, pressing engagements, other uh, places you need to be. So I want to let you get out of here. Uh, but my final question to it is: Is it's sad about you, Francois, that you're a happy-go-lucky guy? But is there a serious side to Francois? <laughs> is there something Francois is passionate about? And if so, what is it? Crab cakes. Of course. I love, a, love a good crab cake. Of course, and and who doesn't? And you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to take something serious, I think crab cakes is the one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's been swell. Um, hyphen r i d e dot C O M E. Wait, C O M. <laughs> Dailyride.com. Uh, I almost made it through without fucking up. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, www.daily-ride.com. Yeah. Uh, where you can uh, hear old archived podcasts and see old pictures from the ride as well as new. Right. And you can subscribe to the Daily Ride on iTunes for free. For free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Right on. Right on. <laughs>